Welcome to the Great American Melting Podcast. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. Like it. Yeah, yeah. We are melting. The Great American Melting Pot. Just just disintegrating. Do you remember that? Eyes. Yeah, it was a schoolhouse rock song. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that stuff's hard to forget. That one is, um, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the message of it. I remember our textbook saying that, you know, despite the common comparison of to a melting pot, America is more of a tossed salad. Yeah. See, I think of it more like just a humongous pile of dog shit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eat it. <laughs> Eat the shit, America, because it's the 4th of July weekend. We each have four days off. And we're going to spend at least a portion of it podcasting. we got a lot of things to talk about. We do. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I know it. I just know it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we got some fun uh, 4th of July stuff planned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some festivities. But we got to get some shit out of the way first. Just Mm. kidding. Yeah, there's always a bit of housekeeping. It's good stuff. It's really not housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping, uh, a.k.a. talking about this amazing concert we went to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we went to the Reset Festival, uh, which is a traveling festival. It's been to a few cities, but the idea is that it's just three nights um, it's like a, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. And, uh, they've got a lineup of about four artists per day. Runs from about 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Or early. I think it's like 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, so the Reset Festival, the first night, the headliner was Boy Genius. Um, I don't really know the other artists. We didn't go that night. We went to the second night, Saturday, which was definitely the best night. We went to the rock night, if you can we believe it. We went to the it. rock night. Yeah. <laughs> night number three was Steve Lacey and Toro E. Moy and James Blake. It was it was the vibe night. We yeah, were like, that looks kind of... Yeah, we were like, that looks kind of cool. But night two, the rock night, that's our night. Yeah. So rock to uh rock night night two. <laughs> we got we got idols. We got Jamie XX, which is not rock at all. And we got L C D sound system. Which is not really rock either. <laughs> I was thinking but. about it though, and I mean, his music obviously draws so much from from disco and from electronic music and dance music. But I think it's mostly loved by rock people. Yeah. You know? A a blending of, like, indie rock and electronic dance music. Right. I I think he made it, and we'll, we'll talk about the set more, but I think he made that, like, really clear when he covered, like, Joy Division and the Human League. 
uh, three quarters of the way into the set. It's just like those are his touch points, you know, the kind of new wave, um, experimental, synth y, post punk rock of the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And it was such a stark contrast between him, between LCD Sound System and Jamie XX. Which are, can both be classified as electronic dance music. But Jamie XX was a dude behind a, a DJ booth. Right. Just like it was a man records. fucking around on a laptop for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically like what I'm going to be doing to produce this episode. Only he had like several thousand people in front of him kind of yeah. fucking around. Whereas compared to LCD Sound System, which was like a full band, you had like two people on like full drum sets and like keyboardists and bassists and piano and like everybody's playing instruments live right real quick did you say a full band um no i said a full (laughs) i oh my god okay okay am i I becoming an ohioan (laughs) you've been here for too long oh no the disease I really is hope inside I you. Say fool, because that's one of my biggest pet peeves. And we could edit it out. But, oh uh, god! <laughs> as if you said like one of the worst slurs or something. Yeah. Yeah. Awful! I'm such a fool. I'm such a fool. I'm a fool on loser. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we got there. What ten minutes before Idols started their set? Um. I don't know. Anything you want to say about that idol set? Oh my god. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. We were pretty psyched for idols because they're such a high energy, loud band. Uh, actually, the singer referred to themselves as noise, noise core. Is that what he said? He said at one point, and I think he was quoting a review, maybe a Pitchfork review, he referred to them as the Nickelback of Noise Rock. The Nickelback of Noise Rock. Yeah. So we were expecting a pretty lit show. And uh, we showed up knowing that they were about to go on. It was hot as balls. Um, We were just, like, standing in a parking lot with, like, the sun beating down. It was, like, very humid. It had rained earlier. So there were, like, puddles and uh it was gross it was in terms of like environment it was the grossest scene i've ever been at at a show oh i think they're like indoor shows that are grosser because you're standing on like a dirty floor yeah i guess i have been to the magic stick a couple times yeah which just sounds gross but uh But they like they played all this loud disco like before the show, which just got me like really psyched. And then the band went on and like they all looked sweet and like the one of the guitar players was like wearing a yellow dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, this is gonna roll and and it did. It fucking did. I mean, it was like one of one of the most energetic shows I've ever seen. Yes. If not the most, honestly. Uh, you had like people moshing, people crowd surfing. The singer was like spinning his microphone around on the cord. Right. Can I try point. to like 
set the scene like just just walk everybody through the first song of the set yeah because the first song was like a micro a, a microcosm of the set it was it was almost like a set in itself so the first song they played is the first track on their album uh joy is an act of resistance and it's a song called colossus and it's a song with like kind of a steady rhythm just sort of like a dun, dun, kind of one note thing that slowly picks up energy and it has this chorus, this refrain that's like goes and it goes and it goes that oh, slowly yeah. gets a little more intense. It's totally building tension. Like that's right. what it is. So people were feeling that and it didn't take long at all for the biggest swirling pit to just start forming pretty much adjacent to us. Um, you know, we're, we're nonviolent people. Um, you know, <laughs> we don't partake in these uh, activities, but we're around it, you know, bopping around. So they were getting that going. Then like three quarters of the way through the song, it basically stops and then kicks back up. And suddenly it's like the fastest, hardest, hardcore song. And at this point, people just lost their absolute fucking minds. And the guitar player suddenly was gone from the stage. You could just see that there was like a chord going into the audience. I didn't see when he left, but at some point he did. And I know this because not a couple seconds later, he was like running straight into us. He yeah. was like just fucking falling into us <laughs> playing the guitar. And, yeah. And like you said, you we were like right next to the pit. And so there's always like that anxiety of like is this gonna spill over and like like you're you know the music is so intense and you got like people like right next to you just like pushing each other around so you're like adrenaline is pumping because you're just like okay am i about to like get shoved to the ground like any second now and then like all of a sudden like this guy just like runs right into us and i was just like who is this asshole? Yep. Like, obviously, the, the mosh pit is, like, over there. Like, what yeah. are you doing over here? Just, like, running into these people who are, like, not trying to participate in a mosh pit. And then I look at him and realize it's the guitar player. Yes. Like, a big shit-eating grin on his face. Just, like, <laughs> leaning back and, like, playing the guitar. Like, while he's just, like, being tossed around by the audience. It was so cool. What I don't understand, too, is how... You know, it was a festival setting and the stage was pretty high up there on some risers or whatever. And then there was a pretty significant gap between the stage and the crowd. You had to like cross a gate or whatever. So I don't really understand how he traversed that. If he just leapt over it or what? <laughs> I but don't know. All, yeah. yeah. I mean, there were people crowd surfing, so he might have just like jumped in the crowd without us noticing. I feel like right. we would have seen that, but I don't know. I don't understand how I didn't notice either, but but I think also that whole show, I was like headbanging, I was jumping, just losing myself in this experience. And uh, and then with the heat too, there was definitely moments when I was starting to feel like kind of lightheaded and almost like entering like another plane, I think. Just the experience of having this guitar player suddenly, like essentially in our arms. Yeah. I just knew it was it was going to be like one of the top five shows I'd ever seen in that moment. It already was in that moment. I was like, okay, this is idols are, are fucking fantastic, and this show rules. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, 
from there, I mean, they only played an hour because of the the confines of the reset festival. But they just continued with the pace. Their lead singer Joe Talbot did some great banter. Um, and he's got like a total Cockney accent. Yeah, and he's like tatted up and like just looks yeah. like a kind of guy like getting to a brawl. Right. And yet, <laughs> and yet, everything he said to the audience was like so sweet. Yeah. And so appreciative. He was like so happy to be there. And uh, I mean, that's kind of their shtick. They were selling t shirts that said Idols, hard music for soft people, hard rock for soft people, I think. Yeah, something so, like, like that. They're simultaneously this like super intense punk band and this band that's basically telling you like, love yourself. Love the people around you. Love immigrants. Don't be afraid of the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah, don't be a homophobe. Shit. Yeah, don't be a fucking homophobe. So, it was just like a great dynamic. What's the name of the song? The Concrete to Leather one? That is called Never Fight a Man with a Perm. Never Fight a Man with a Perm. Yeah. So, that song is really intense and awesome. And they have so many songs that just like these chants that you, you know, you get to know the lyrics and you just join in and they're like really fun to chant along to. And that's one of them. And uh, he had everybody like get down on the ground if you could, if your knees allowed you to. Classic. He made a point. Yeah. Being like, all right. You know, right. Like, you know, I think that some people have some mobility issues. Right. Know? So everybody just like squatted down on this, like in this parking lot. Uh, and we were and we went into a chant of fuck the king yes which was awesome a call and response fuck the king chant so yeah. cool uh, right before they go into like the super heavy part where everybody just like jumped up and was just like fist pumping chanting Suddenly, just it was like awesome. with beer, just like oh flocking. yeah, then we just like yeah, this like a whole beer just like flew in the air. I was kind of like <laughs> soaked. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh my god. And then they didn't they play Danny and Adelco like right they after, did right they after did. that, which was like their best song probably. And I just I lost it. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, uh, that was when their other guitar player got into the crowd and started crowd surfing. Yeah. And I was freaking out because he just went into the first verse of Blood Buzz Ohio by the National, who are from Cincinnati. And I really think it was just like, okay, we're in Ohio, so I'm going to sing a verse from a song by an Ohio band. Uh, just I don't know, just stuff like that to me. I just I, I freak out for stuff like that. <laughs> I love when a band like kind of acknowledges like where they're at. Even like the the when Joe was just sort of name checking bars and restaurants. Yeah, like, he Columbus. was like Ace of Cups. Yeah, <laughs> the beer stew. The beer stew. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of like clearly like testing the waters. Like, yeah, is this gonna yeah. work? Are they gonna respond to this? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, and, and like especially for a British band, it's like they don't know like all the different states and like the nuances between different states. But to like no. 
It's impossible to imagine if you, as like an American band, going over to Great Britain in like wherever fucking Leeds, yeah, and and knowing anything about it, even trying to know anything about it, yeah, it was cool. It was a great, just great vibes. Um, I think just because of like the messages of their songs, that there's so much about like unity and acceptance and like kindness and stuff. Uh. But, like, with such a hard sound, you really saw that, like, like with the mosh pit, for example. Like, I saw people moshing with, like, big smiles on their faces and stuff. But just seemed like people were, like, right, really getting into it, uh, but right. like, being, like, respectful. There wasn't, like, that weird, desperate, white, angry energy that you see in, say, like, the decline of Western civilization. Yeah, where it's just, like... The- Episode two for more on Unchecked that. Unchecked anger. Just like right. Erupting. This was more just like kind of a life affirming. Yeah, like a celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God bless idols. They became like one of my favorite bands after that set. Uh, I've listened to all their like, records since then. Yeah. Every band says this, but like you believe it with them. He was like, yeah, we have the best fans in the world. It's like, yeah, I, I kind of believe you. I can see. Right. Why you, you know, your fans rule. Right. Well, I think so much of it is like, they give so much. They make it easy to be a fan. You know, it's impossible not to get caught up in that energy and then uh you know you you start feeling good and then they start feeling good it's just like this sort of cycle of reciprocation in the best way yeah yeah it's very very cool i'm so glad that we saw them yeah it was awesome even if i felt kind of dizzy afterward <laughs> oh my god yeah oh <laughs> like we sat down and i and i was just like oh shit like my like vision is blurry. I was like, I feel like shit. It was yeah. hot. Yeah, we dehydrated. We hadn't eaten. We were we'd been headbanging for an hour. Yeah, when we I sat down with that burrito, which was delicious, and didn't want to get up for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm kind of okay missing Jamie XX. Well, I'm, I'm glad that Jamie XX went next because we are not fans and. We didn't really care if we missed him. 
And it was so loud that you could hear him from anywhere, like in that the venue. Because mm-hmm. the venue was like, so it was Kemba Live, but it was not like where concerts normally are. It was like in the back, like this parking lot was like right. a separate stage. And it was like a huge area with like food trucks and porta potties and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of nasty. Porta-potties. I'm glad that you got that in. Yeah, <laughs> can't forget about the porta potties. Important details, you know. Importa details, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just kind of watched him from afar, and I enjoyed it. It's not really my thing. The thing is, is like he was playing good music. And at one point, a dancer got up on stage who was quite good. That was the one best part. Yeah. So the was dancer like a, was amazing. Yeah, he was incredible. He was killing it. There was a visual presence there, but after you've seen Idols, just kind of play this this risky show where they're putting it all on the line. Their guitarists are just suddenly in the crowd. They have all these like beautiful life-affirming songs. And then suddenly it's just like, oh, it's a British man kind of doing a two-step behind a computer yeah it doesn't doesn't hit the same and uh, it's not for me live in the same way i mean i know right. he's like doing stuff he's tinkering live and like <laughs> yeah whatever djs do you know layering beats and like fading <laughs> and whatever stuff. the fuck they do but it's not the same as like people like playing instruments live yeah i don't think so or, I mean, we go to DJ Nice in Columbus, corny ones that are, like, you know, based on, like, 80, 80s music and stuff. And I believe there's, like, a time and place for it. I can't imagine, like, spending, you know, $75, $100 on a ticket for that experience. You know? I mean, no. I guess it better be, like, a damn good DJ spending the best music you've ever heard or something. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something really cool about, like... It's just kind of the same the same thing you get from a club, but just like being with a huge crowd of people who are and the music's so loud, it's like vibrating through your body and you're all right. just like dancing like in a trance to the same right. beat. Like that's really cool, but for sure. To me that's like the same thing you get in a club. It's not yeah. any different like being at a concert. Yeah. That is such an important point though. Um, it's something that, you know, the tech people are never going to be able to replicate that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. That feeling of experiencing something in common with hundreds or thousands of other people and kind of like hitting that same beat, like getting in sync with each other. I mean, there is something incredibly moving about that. And I want to believe that. I mean, I don't like hate Jamie XX or whatever. I don't like <laughs> shit all over him. Like, no, I'm sure he's like I he capable. Was, yeah, he was good. Yeah, yeah, it was a good set. Honestly, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's like capable of like taking people to the next level. I just, I mean, he just happened to be squished between bands that put on these like very dynamic like rock and roll sets that were like perfectly calibrated to my um, kind of you know sensory system or yeah. whatever. So it just it was just easier to forget, I guess. And I don't think it was just us like looking at the crowd. And, I mean, granted, we were in the back with pe- the other people who didn't care so much. But right, having like woozily like, the, the video risen feed, from the curb, yeah. Like seeing like video feed of like people in the front, like it didn't seem like people were that into it, from what uh-huh. I could tell. But yeah, because it was. It was the rock night, man. 
It wasn't the, the Vibers night. night. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was the Rock night. Yeah. So, yeah, LCD Sound System headlined. And, uh, I mean, it really did seem like mo- most people were there for them. Although, I gotta say, there were a ton of Idol shirts. Yeah. There was I think a they, lot of merch. I, I think they sold a lot after that set. It was <laughs> like, okay, I want to yeah. support that band right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've never seen LCD Sound System live before. Um, my brother's a big fan, and he took me to see their documentary. It was like a, it was like a live release of the film. Where I think Here's it the was... thing. Huh? It's kind of got a name similar to the tentative name of our podcast. It was called Shut Up and Play the Hits. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even remember that. Shut up and let Jack and Emily play the hits. That could have been <laughs> that could have been the intro. Damn it. Okay. Maybe that should be the name of our podcast. But anyway. <laughs> um, so the so the premise of the movie was about like how LC Sound System was like at the peak of their career, but they decided to end it. Um or the the dude did. What's his name? Blanking. Right the now. dude. The James dude. James Murphy. James Murphy. Yeah. Because it's basically imagine, just like his his project. Just imagine like the most UK name. He's not yeah, from the UK, but he's American. Yeah. But yeah, James Murphy decided to to end the band, and uh, the documentary was just about that, like about his decision and like. Why he was doing it and what he was going through and like them putting on their their final show, which I think was in New York City, but it was yeah, it was in Madison Square Garden. Okay, yeah, it was a it was an interesting like movie event because it was like it was released just one time, like it wasn't shown. It didn't have like multiple showings in theaters. It was just like a one night event where you could go and, like, see this movie. It just aired, like, a single showing in, like, theaters around the country. And that was it. It was just, like, the one showing. So you're in the theater knowing that, like, anybody seeing this movie is, like, seeing it at this at the same time as you. Well, uh, you, can, so. you can find it on streaming now. And stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not <laughs> like it's that was the only showing ever, but... <laughs> Yeah, but it was just interesting. I'd never heard of like of anything like that before, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that kind of uh, gets at what it is about LCD sound system that I find like frustrating and annoying. I mean, favor <laughs> them because I thought he put on a great show, and I that, but just that idea of being done and yeah, and asking all of your fans, and he had a lot of that all this time and energy into like the end of this project and i think people were really upset about it you mm-hmm. know and a lot of them paid tickets to see this final show and they were genuinely moved by it and then it wasn't the end right? yeah <laughs> he came out of retirement quote unquote just like i don't know five years later maybe and i was like okay buddy like just there's something kind of emotionally manipulative about it yeah you know what it reminds me of What's that? It reminds me of uh, 
of LeBron James with the decision. Yes, very much so. <laughs> yes. Just Holy like playing with people's emotions. And just yes. Like, yeah, you love me, and uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna leave. Yeah. But then, like, eventually coming back, and then like people were just like, "I love you again. I'm not mad." Right. <laughs> right. And you know, like LeBron James, we're all grateful. You know, Game Seven of that series versus the Warriors. It's the be- the best sports game I've ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there is something about it, like. Like, you know, it didn't it didn't have to be that way. It didn't have to be like so like devastating. You could have just said, like, I'm going to play for the heat or like I'm taking a hiatus <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, but you make it all about this drama and it gets wrapped up in your ego. Yeah. 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 I also like I read Meet Me in the Bathroom. I've referenced it like every episode, I feel like, which is that great oral history of the the New York City scene in the two thousands with the strokes and the yeah yeah yeahs and all that. And James Murphy is definitely like one of the fans of that book. Mm. Um, and uh he's just constantly kind of stabbing people in the back, um, and being like really petty things. But I do wonder now. And maybe this is because, like, he just seemed like kind of a pleasant guy up on stage the other night. Maybe he won me over. But I wonder if he wasn't, like, leaning into that a little bit. If he wasn't like, oh, you're writing this book, huh? Well, guess what? I'm going to be, like, the main character, and I'm going to be a piece of shit. (laughs) So, I don't know. Who can say, but... Hmm, interesting. It was funny, because Joe... What's his name from Idols? Talbot. Talbot from Idols. He was talking about, like, during the set, he was like, yeah, it's just been so great being on tour with LCD Sound System. They're just like, he called them like the greatest live band in the world. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, they're just absolutely like fantastic on stage. And then he's like, but off stage, like they're total jackasses. <laughs> total pricks. <laughs> total pricks. Yeah. yeah. And you're and like, but knowing like what you, you know, or from reading that book or what's been said about James Murphy, it's kind of like, Wait, what? Is he being serious? You know, and then he was like, "No, I'm just totally joking." Ha, yeah, ha, ha. they're yeah, great people. Yeah. But yeah. part of me is like, "Wait, is there some truth to that?" <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, when the Idols bass player, when Dev got on the stage to help with the Joy Division cover later, I was like, "Okay, like they have like a good relationship." Yeah. You know, they're out, they're hanging out, you know, and talking and stuff, and that's cool. Um, so like that that lent that, that made it seem sincere, um, what he had said. But yeah, who can say? I mean, I can say that uh, you know LCD Sound System puts on a good show still. Yeah, like, it, was it was rad. Really fun. Yeah, it was the only show that was like on after the sunset, so it was dark, and they had like giant ass disco ball and like cool lights and. You know, we had done some uh, double shots of Jack Daniels after throwing back a couple beers, so we were feeling pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just awesome. I was so happy. Listening to Dance Yourself Clean, I just had, you know, when you have those moments where you're just like, wow, life is amazing. Like, I can't believe I'm alive. And like, I just want to like live in this moment. And, like, remember it for all time. Uh, it was one of those kind of moments. Yeah. I wish people were dancing more. I mean, I, there were some people were dancing, but 
Yeah, it was it was the audience was like a little weird to me. I mean, there were some people who were super invested and they knew every word. And there were some people who just kind of showed up to stand around and bob their head. Mm-hmm. And then there was a ton it's of like people who were like, right. It's just like you would think, you know, having ostensibly paid $100 for a ticket. We didn't have to do that because <laughs> I have a, a connection. But you would think that you would just be like a little more um, invested in what was happening and like and want to participate in more fully. Now, granted, some people were like just unbelievably drunk. Yeah. And and I guess like they were engaged in that way with it or not. Um, but. Uh, yeah, they just the thing about LCD sound system, I mean, especially like at this point in their career. And I say that because I saw them in Columbus in 2007 when they were touring Sound of Silver with the Arcade Fire. So cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even more than that point, though, they just have a, a lot of good songs. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I mean, they could just throw a dart at their discography and play 10 songs from their records, and it would be an amazing set. I mean, they ended with New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me. They ended with Home, I should say that, from um, This Is Happening, which is just an incredible song. Home, and then New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down, and then Dance Yourself Clean. And all my friends. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're feeling yeah. that. You get those yeah. four songs, all of which are fucking anthems, just like in a row. Um, not not many bands can measure up to that. So Yeah, and there were so many great ones that they didn't do. Like they could have a different a few different sets and change it up, but like still just be like all killers. Yeah. Um yeah, my coworker was saying he saw them. A few years ago in Cincinnati, I think, or, mm-hmm. or no, he might have said he went like out west to see them or something, or like Texas. I don't know. I fucking have no idea now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he said that they were touring like their newest album, which came out what, like 2019 or something? I want to say 2016 or 17. Oh, okay. So it's a not positive. Older. Um, American Dream. Yeah, so they're touring that, which I think is a great album, but it's not, like, as beloved as the other ones. Mm-hmm. And so much of the set was, like, full of those songs. Um, so he was really pleased with, with this show. He was also at the Reset show, because he said it was just, like, all the hits, you know, they just played, like, pulled songs from their most beloved albums. Yeah. So... Yeah. 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 It was great. They did play like some semi deep cuts. They played movement from the first record. I was losing it for movement. And they also played the song they did for the white noise soundtrack, New Body New Rumba. New Body Rumba, yeah. Great song. Which I think it's fantastic. I think it's one of their best songs. Yeah, it's such a throwback to their early sound. Yeah. It's a lot well, of fun. It, it is. It even has like similarities with the the Daft Punk is playing to my house riff. It's kind yeah. of the main riff. Yeah. It's all about that second part though, or the coda or whatever, where it kind of becomes a different song, and is all about uh, dying or going to heaven or something like that. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. It was very uh, 
felt very privileged after I went out of that show. You know, it was like saw Idols and LCD Sound System, and it was two different experiences. I saw Jimmy XX too, so three different experiences, two of which were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool crowd there too. Just like all the band, the cool band T-shirts. Yeah. We saw so many. Yeah. Like, yeah, these are our people. These people are these cool. are our people. That guy with the Winona Ryder t shirt, he was our people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're obsessed with that. That was so cool. Um Yeah. Yeah. I might get a brew real quick. Hold Summer on. of concerts. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. Just begun. We've only just begun. That's it for reset. Yeah, you want to get into our Fourth uh, of July fun activity? Right. So we're recording on Saturday, the first of July. We have a long weekend ahead of us. We're extremely excited for it, um, and we decided, in honor of this long weekend, and maybe even in honor of our country, which is <laughs> fucked up, fucked up. We decided that we would have a little contest, play a little game, and each of us is going to try to make the greatest 4th of July weekend playlist, a 15-song playlist based on 15 different categories uh, that hopefully come together nicely. Yeah, so it's kind of a, we got kind of a draft style where we get our picks. Um, If the other person picks your song first and sorry you gotta pick another song sorry that doesn't happen but it very very well could i think there's definitely places where you and i are are thinking of the same thing yeah probably in fact maybe before we start i'll just quickly run down the 15 categories here so people don't get lost i don't know what order we're gonna go in maybe we'll just wing that just do the order that we have but yeah well here's the thing like uh, I feel like I got some heavy hitters up early. 
Anyway, um, 15 songs, 15 categories. The categories are America or a song about, you know, America, a folk song, token British song, four is summer fun, five is cock rock, six is heartland rock, seven is a dance song, eight is a bad song, nine is a funker, 10 is a sappy song, 11 is a country song, 12 is a rapper, a hip hop song, 13 is a groover. 14 is a shameless pop hit, and 15 is an indie rock song. Yeah. So we've we've kind of played around with making holiday weekend playlists before because we love reminiscing about, uh, you know, those days in our youth where you have that classic rock radio station that would have some kind of themed marathon for a long weekend yeah and it was always just like the corniest like classic rock stuff it was just like you know heartland rock corny stuff mm-hmm. uh, yeah you know you be ba- a lot of bad stuff but like you just really enjoy it because it's what you want to hear it just feels yeah. so right on like you know say memorial weekend yeah to listen to the doobie brothers yeah, that's right. um, you so remember it like uh, 97.9 FRT the fart the fart yeah we call it so we've made these playlists before the 4th of, the 4th of July 500 and number uh, one would be Freebird yeah. yeah so we've like we've for fun we've made these kind of playlists before of like yeah what what songs would you hear on like a classic rock radio for this weekend and Made made playlists, called it the fart. It's been a lot of fun because <laughs> that's our radio station. Yeah, yeah. Emily and I have a radio station. I don't know if people do that. But... Yeah, but now we're doing something a little different where we got to branch out and uh, and do different categories, different genres. Uh, I kind of before we like get into our picks. Yeah. Kind of want to go over like what makes a good Fourth of July playlist. For sure, yeah. And to me, it's like it's got to be like American as shit. Okay. However, you can have songs by people from other countries, but like I think it's got to have like an American spirit, that American sound. Sure. You know. Yeah. Um, it's got to be corny. Like, it can't be too cool. Like, I don't want my 4th of July playlist to be cool. I want it to be, like, kind of lame, kind of corny, kind of bad. Right. But, like, stuff that just sounds really good. Right. It's kind of like those chicken soup for the soul classic songs. Right, right, right. So you stir something in you. A 4th of July playlist, um, it's, it's going to be, like, a mix of memories uh and it's going to be something where the scene has a grill maybe like a swimming pool in the background maybe people playing cornhole maybe a couple little kids maybe some old people in there too you have to have in your your fourth of july playlist something that kind of coheres all these experiences yeah into summer fun we're going to try to do that. Yeah, we're going to try to do that. Yeah. I love what you said about how it can't be too cool. Yeah. Because that was sort of one of my, like, 
creative um, ideas here. I picked some songs that are like a little embarrassing, I think. Yeah, it's got to be kind of guilty pleasure-ish. Right, right. You know, it's yeah. not desi- you're not supposed to blow people's minds. Right, you're not trying it. to like impress anybody. Right. Like, uh, the you know, you can listen to fucking Brian Eno uh anytime you know you in the winter (laughs) that's not what this is about no 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 well you want to get into it yeah yeah do you want to start should we like trade off like who gets the first pick let me flip something here okay okay because i feel like this first round is uh one where we might have the same song so probably best to flip Let's flip, flip. Do I have? There's, okay, a pen- so... There's a penny on the kitchen island. Okay, I found. Uh, so I found this parking ticket. This parking ticket that I got. Um, Why don't you just a... flip the penny? Huh? Well, the the parking ticket. <laughs> it's in my hand. Do you want the white side or the yellow side? Oh my god! I'll do the white side. Throw okay. <laughs> it in the air. Okay. <laughs> it's hitting the floor now. It is on the white side. It's on the white side. Congratulations. Woo. Do you do you want to pick maybe the first category and then pick your song? I guess yeah. If you want to just go in the order that we yeah, said. Yeah, let's fine. just go in order. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so the first category is American song, or you know, song about America or about the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. and I picked one. That is the quintessential 4th of July song, I gotta say. It's about America. It's by a guy who's more American than pretty much anybody. A guy that you gotta have on any good 4th of July playlist. Just a a great song. Uh, one of my faves, and that is "American Girl" by Tom Petty. Whoa, shit! Okay, okay. Boom. The gauntlet's been thrown. Stop that! I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I lose. I lose. <laughs> now, real quick, just to clarify the rules, does this mean I can't pick a, a Tom Petty song later on? No, I don't think so. I just can't pick up American pick Girls. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll write down what you picked just to make sure that I don't do it. Okay. That's a hell of a pick, Emily. Yeah. That is hard to deny. That is classic 4th of July right there. Classic. He literally says, it's literally called American Girl. What else do you need to know? Yeah. <laughs> what else do you need to know? Fuck. I mean, Tom Petty is just like the ultimate fourth of july weekend artist because he's a crowd pleaser he's like he re- heartland, heartland rock everybody loves him yeah just like classic classic rock yeah great so tunes. recently there was like this clip of donald trump talking about how when he's president he's gonna make sure that no marxists or communists move to the country Okay. Uh, did you see this clip? No. Actually? It's really weird because it's not like there's like this influx of um, you know lefties coming in. As far as I know, maybe Fox News is talking about it. But he was also like, oh, maybe we could do something about the ones who are here already. It's like you, I hate oh, you. It's so fucked up. 
I mentioned this because, you know, I think uh, I believe in tolerance. Um, I, I, I believe in America being a place that accommodates a variety of belief system systems and uh, political ideas. Um, I also think if you don't like Tom Petty, you should get the fuck out. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Wow. I really didn't know where that was going. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, like, I had a little, no idea. A little bit of a roundabout I thing. I was like, but, wait, yeah. are you setting up your pick, which was like a communist thing? I was going to talk about like Tom, Tom Petty, um, avid reader of uh, Friedrich Engels. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> have, you, have you guys read this? It's pretty cool. The conditions <laughs> of the working class in England, man. Um yeah. Anyway, we if we if we continue at this pace, we're gonna be. Uh, I know. We're gonna be I here know. for days. I know. Sorry. I'll, no, I'll you're. Do my, it's all good. I'll do. Uh, I'm just having so much fun. I'll do my America song now. Now you picked a really classic one, and this is one where I couldn't help myself. Maybe it's just like my mood right now, with like these Supreme Court decisions and shit. Um, I picked an ironic one. I'm going with one that I play every Fourth of July. Um, and it's Sail Away by Randy Newman. Oh. That's right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sail Away. Sail Away is like the ultimate kind of jaded Fourth of July song because it has that really rousing um, and almost inspirational feel to it. But it's written from the perspective of a guy trying to convince africans to come to america and be slaves so it's uh, this incredibly incredibly fucked up song um i feel like it gets at something about this country that no other song really gets at um so yeah that that's my america song that's where i'm at these days i have never listened to the lyrics and i had no idea that's what the song was about oh jesus no it's right there he doesn't try to disguise it either like Whoa. Don't have in in America. You get food to eat. Don't have to run through the jungle and scuff up your feet. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, we will cross the mighty ocean to the Charleston Bay. It is it is so messed up. Damn, um, dude. Yeah, yeah, and it's amazing too. It's like it's this very beautiful song. Yeah. Um, it's just Randy Newman, so of course it's sarcastic and you know, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, so for for round two, do I get to pick? Yeah, now? I think yeah, you should go first. Okay, so I like my folk song, um, and I it's it's a more of a classic, just like American weekend canon song. For my folk song, I'm picking "City of New Orleans" by Arlo Guthrie. Oh shit! Okay, I was very close to picking that one. Yeah, but you know what's funny? I was thinking you didn't like that song, and what? that was part of the reason I didn't pick it. No, <laughs> man. No, I love that song. How can you not like that song? That's also that's a great one because it's got like America, you know, the word America in it. Damn right. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, he's more of like, I think for a lot of people, uh, he's like a Thanksgiving artist because cause of uh, Alice's Restaurant is the ultimate Thanksgiving song. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, puts a smile on your face, man. City of New Orleans. Yeah. Nice one. Thank you. Um, for my folk song, I went with uh, one of my faves, one of my fave folk artists. Uh, just a song that puts a smile on my face. 
And that is box number 10 by my man, Jim Croce. Wait, (laughs) box number 10? Yeah. I don't think I know that. Yeah, you do. It's like, hello, mom and dad, I gotta call for dick, because I ain't got a sense of my name. I I might know that. Box number 10. (laughs) (laughs) What is box number 10? I, I think it's I think I think it's like a PO box or something. Okay, yeah. Well, you did a great Croce impression, and Croce is such a classic Fourth of July artist. Yeah. I feel like again you've kind of maybe not outclassed me this round. I feel like I got whomped in the first round, but, but that that's, that seems like a this seems like a strong pick to me. Well, I mean, I think uh City of New Orleans is also is an equally strong pick. Yeah. Thank I you. mean, you don't even know box number 10, so it can't be too much of a classic. Yeah. Better but than I can... the City of New Orleans. Yeah, so. yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So you you get song three. Okay, so song three is token British song, um, which my pick is. I wouldn't even say it's like tokenism because it's a patriotic American song written by a British artist, um, and that is Philadelphia Freedom by Sir Elton John. Very good, Emily. Just you know, such a great American song. Written by a Brit. Yeah. Two Brits. Two Brits, yeah. Might be more about um the gay life than... Yeah, uh, but you know, you gotta have some gay stuff on your classic 4th of July play. <laughs> you gotta have some gay stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a fantastic pick. Written what in in 1976, I think. Oh, just uh, pure nice. pure flag flag waving good times uh, from Mr. Elton John. Yeah, I thought about Elton for this category. I mean, he's one of the the Brits I think who is seems most comfortable in America. I think he just kind of gets us, and like the songs that he has that are like making fun of Americans kind of have us dead to rights. And then when he has a song that's like kind of like a salute to Americans, he also kind of gets what we're about in like a good way. Um, but I picked somebody else if you're ready. Yeah. I picked Rod Stewart. Oh, I, picked, nice. I picked every picture tells a story by Rod Ooh, Stewart. That's a good one. Yeah. It's just so rousing. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, and it's, maybe it's just like I, I associate it with my dad. I associate a few of the songs I'm going to pick with my dad, actually. And it's really got that classic rock sound. Yeah, it really does. I didn't want to pick Maggie Mae. That seemed like a no. little too on the nose. Yeah. And I feel like if you've exhausted Maggie Mae, like the next place you go is just a couple tracks before it on that record. You go to the title track, every picture tells a story, fantastic summer song, fantastic 4th of July song. It's kind of got like that humble pie sound. Yeah. Which I think they're American, right? Humble pie is British. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well. Oh, wait, when you say, oh, fuck, does that mean you picked a humble pie song later on? 
No, I was okay. just saying like because I was gonna I say like that. yeah, it's got kind of an American sound, just like humble pie, but they're British too, so never mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they got they got good at being us in the seventies. But it's you know? got like that that soul singer like doing the backup vocals. Yeah, gives for it sure. more of an American sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Cool. Um. I have the summer fun category. I'm glad that I get the first pick here for number four. And I think I'm going to steal this one from Uh-oh. you. I'm picking hot fun in the oh, summertime fun. by sliding the family stone. Eat it, Emily. Oh. Yeah. Got to. Got Damn to. It. The category is literally summer fun. What, what else am I going to do? Yeah. I mean, that that is like the perfect... Summer fun song. It's fun. It's summery. Hot fun in the summertime. I mean, <laughs> how much more summer fun can you get? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's on, isn't it on the album with like the American flag? Um, yeah. It was it was a single that was okay. um, not on any record. It was collected on their greatest hits, I think. No, because there's a riot going on is the one with the American flag. It, it's not really you play at barbecues. But. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. Well, well played, sir. Cause the, uh, do you have a backup? I, have I some do. Backup for this one, because I was really worried you were... I knew you, you had that one in your head. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a backup. It's another one of my classic Emily songs. Okay. And that's uh, Grazing in the Grass. Oh, cool. By the... Uh, is that the fifth dimension? That's the Friends of Distinction. The Friends of Distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just another like great fun summary song. Just kind of lighthearted, groovy. Makes you think of just hanging out, playing some lawn games, grazing the grass. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, <laughs> too bad you stole my song, but that's okay. Still got a good one. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I was I I really like my backups for that round. I might even try to squish them into other Okay. categories, but I don't know where yet. I'll figure it out. Anyway, you get the cock rock round. So the cock rock one um I picked another British artist, actually. Yeah, me too. Uh-oh. Wait, are we allowed to have the same artist for the same category? No, I don't think so. I, don't I, I feel like the artist should be... Well, no, no. We we, we talked over that before. Anyway, you, you were saying. Yeah, so it's fine if we have the same one. Um, so I picked, uh, I picked The Rover by Led Zeppelin. Oh, cool, Emily. Just, uh, you know, just... One of those cool <laughs> cock rocking songs. <laughs> Do you like cock in your rock? Well, perhaps you will like the Rover by Led Zeppelin. I just like think about that one episode when you talked about like music that makes your dick hard. It was just, like such a gross comment. Yeah, which episode was that? I don't know. Yeah, but anyway. Well, in case you wanted to know, the Rover um, has that effect. Yeah, so. just got that great seventies. Heavy guitar. Sound. 
it kind of reminds me of like a Joe Walsh kind of guitar tone, like Rocky Mountain Way or something like that. Yeah. But it's so much better than like any Joe Walsh song. Yeah. But, you know, even though they're British, I, mean, I feel like Led Zeppelin just slots in perfectly with any Fourth of July playlist. Yeah. They really do. Honorary um, Americans in some ways. Well, some of them yeah. anyway. Yeah, they just got like the sleaze quality. Yeah, that's what makes them honorary Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Embrace the sleaze. Yeah. Uh, oh, anyway, man. what did you pick? Dude, I picked 30 Days in the Hole by Humble Fucking Pie. Oh, there you go. You it was so weird to me that you referenced them before. I was like, oh my God, did you pick 30 Days in the Hole? No. But. No, I guess yeah. I don't know. You're not. You're not like a, an acolyte of Thirty Days in the Hole. No, but I feel like every time we've like been at your parents' house for a holiday, like a summer holiday weekend, and yeah, there's always a playlist, and Thirty Days in the Hole is always on that playlist. So yeah, I shouldn't be I surprised think, you picked it. I think that's what I'm coming from here. It just has sounds that kind of what you were saying about the rover. I just sort of associate with like a good time outdoors. It's a very prominent cowbell in that song. Yeah. There's a good like grungy vocal, just an amazing groove in that song. Um, 30 Days in the Hole, I, d- I did not like or understand for years, but you know. Now that I'm older, <laughs> I get all the I get all the intricacies and subtleties of a humble pie. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um. Six category six is Heartland Rock, and I'm kind of vacillating between two here because I feel like this is this is a category for us. Oh yeah, I feel like this is the sound of the 4th of July I know and and that's why I just have to go with 4th of July 101 you did it the first round I'm doing it in round 6 don't do me like that Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers baby no you are you are walking around a fair munching on an elephant ear you're listening to don't do me like that (laughs) that's it great song so good so good I mean, you can pick any Tom Petty song. Yeah, but but great. that one has a, a particular kind of like I don't know, like sweatiness to it. <laughs> <laughs> is that gross? I don't know. I just it's, it's like keyboard. That... Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 I, even among, I mean, the the Tom Petty like hits record is probably the the hit CD that Tom Petty made is one of easily one of the ten greatest like summer albums of all time. And I think don't don't do me like that's like kind of smack dab in the middle of it. And um, yeah, yeah, just just an obvious pick, but I have to go for it. Nice, nice one. Yeah, I picked another um, obvious one because it's by one of those just Heartland Rock American, about as American as you can get. Mm-hmm. Even got an American flag on this album cover. Yeah. Okay. And. <laughs> Probably my favorite song from this album. Just so much fun. And that's uh that's I'm going down by Emily the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Oh Jesus, that is a great pick. Oh <laughs> fuck. Okay, here's the funny thing. My backup for this round, Thundercrack by Bruce Springsteen. Ooh, nice. Yes. 
Nice. But I'm going down is fantastic. Yeah. I feel like Thundercrack is a little too niche for Fourth yeah. of July playlist. You're right. You're right. I mean, we would love it, but you know. Yeah, everyone else would be like, this is long. Your average Joe. Yeah. This is boring. Yeah. Maybe a little too winding. Yeah. But yeah, can't go wrong with the boss for Fourth of July. No, um, you really can't. Yeah. I mean, it's called Born in the USA, for fuck's sake. Yeah. I was just saying Tom Petty's greatest hits is like one of the top ten summer records. Born in the USA is definitely on that list, too. Yeah, yeah. And God. I love how, like, that the song Born in the USA shows up on, like, every, like, ultimate patriotic playlist. It's like, <laughs> do you, like, listen to the lyrics at all? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's about how America is depressing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> it's like literally, it's all over the song, too. Yeah. It's just like, all you have to do is like, listen to the lyrics. The chorus just happens to be born in the USA. They're again. not even like, they're not cryptic lyrics at all. No. Yeah. The first kick I took is when I hit the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, this was the one, this was my last one that I filled out. I struggle with this one the most because it's not the type of music that I associate with a 4th of July playlist. Um, I love dance music, but, um, yeah, just not, not the kind of stuff I usually pick Yeah, for a holiday weekend, but, so I want to pick something that's like, can't be too cool, like we've said, you know, it's gotta be a little, a little bit goofy, very American and just like a just really fun, pure fun. So I went with Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Great pick. Oh, Thank God, you. Emily. <laughs> just that a fun song. Yeah. Yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire, too, is gets exactly to what you're talking about yeah it's like it's not it's cool but not too cool no like moms love earth wind and fire yeah it's just like a whole <laughs> family respect can get down but it's not like too like sexy or like too heavy or yeah like, well that's why it's not I like a beat like... you're gonna like lose your mind to you're just gonna kinda yeah. like, just groove to it i feel like i kind of I kind of messed up this category. I think I picked one that might be a little too cool and sexy. Okay. I picked I want. I picked I want to be your lover by Prince. Oh, nice! No, I actually, I actually considered that song. Oh, really? Okay, cool. I think it's great. I think it's a great pick. Yeah. It's because it's not sound just like yeah a light groove. It's not super like twisted or ambitious like some of his songs. Yeah. It's, it is it's is light. It's designed for like public settings and just like getting down and having a good time. Yeah. 
So nice. And you got I mean you gotta have some prints. He's so American. I know. That's what I was thinking. Purple yeah. Rain is just I think it was released in the summer of eighty four. And another just like good, like kind of like sweaty record. I don't know <laughs> how to describe it. So, uh, but yeah, I'm picking I Want to Be Your Lover from nice. uh, Subtitled. Very curious what you pick for the next category, which is Bad Song. I, so, I, I love this category. So this yeah. Quintessential for there was There was one that just like I couldn't get away from. And I think I'm going to pick it. I have one that is more like my kind of song, but I don't know if most people consider it bad. Okay. Maybe you'll decide. I'll go with the one that like I couldn't get away from first. Okay. That's All Summer Long by Kid Rock. <laughs> I did not think you were going to go like that bad. That's pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I love that. But it works so well. It's so American. I mean, it's got the werewolves of London. I know. Sample, so, singing Sweet Home Alabama. It's Kid yes. Rock. He's talking about yes. summertime in northern Michigan. Yes. Just playing yes. by, you know, down by the lake, sipping whiskey out the bottle. Like, that song Having a was summer created. Fling. That song was created after, like, a session like this, where they were just like, what makes a good summer song? And he was like, okay, I'll take those three things and rip them off, basically. Yeah. He sucks. That song is bad. That's why I'm I'm putting it in the bad category. It's bad, but like at the same time, it's good. It's got the <laughs> Werewolves of London sample, which True. is a great song. I just like can't deny it. Yeah, that rhythm does. Also, get you. he just like pulls at my Michigan heartstrings, talking about like summertime in northern Michigan. Yeah, hanging out by the lake, trying different things, trying different things. Yeah. Yeah. That line, nothing seems so strange as when those leaves began to change. Oh, how I wish those days would never end. I mean, tell me you can't relate to that. Come on. Poetry. Anyway, um, my bad song, I went with, uh, to me, this is just like Jack and Emily the Fart 101. Okay. Like, just imagine any classic rock station making this kind of playlist. They're going to put China Grove by the Doobie Brothers on. Holy. I like how you have Groove followed by Grove on your playlist. (laughs) Let's let's Grove tonight. Let's Grove. (laughs) I mean, ask ask your brother, Luke, uh, (laughs) if the Doobie Brothers are a good band. Yeah. We yeah. were at a party and he just like at a party with mostly people like we didn't know and he just like went on this really intense rant about how bad the Doobie Brothers were. I think he kind of I don't want to say he frightened people, but <laughs> he left an impression, that's for people sure. People were yeah, taken aback by um how passionate he was about it. But me I can get down with some Doobie Brothers. Yeah, yeah. That, no, China yeah. Grove, that is quintessential bad 4th of July, right? Yeah, there. that is the sound right there. That is more like, my backup for that round was was a Ride Captain Ride. By oh, yeah. So, yeah. 
but Great. I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Kid Rock. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Got to. Yeah. Um, next, we got a funker. Yeah. Uh, you got to have some fun, some doobie in your funk. That's right. Um, I went with uh, with Knee Deep by Parliament. Mm. Which is Holy a- shit. Oh, my God. So good. Such a fun song. Uh, you know, a whole family can get down to it. Parliament, yeah. just one of the most classic American groups out there. Now, are you bringing that like 17 minute studio version to the party? Yeah, why not? Hell yeah. <laughs> People are just going to be like, you know, playing cornhole. Hell yeah. Playing beer pong. Like, you might as well have a long song in there. God, I'm listening to that when we're. Uh, finishing this <laughs> podcast that is so good that's a great pick thanks i thought you were gonna pick one of the ones that i had lined up oh because i feel like mine are classic but you pick you picked a classic for sure too anyway i'm going with summer madness by cool and the gang Ooh, yeah yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a sweaty song right there. For sure. Yeah. That song just like sounds hot. And not like I don't mean hot isn't sexy. I just mean like temperature wise. Like it just sounds like hazy yeah. and hot to me. How did they do that? How did they do that? How did they do that? So cool. There needs to be a whole book about that. How they how cool in the gang did that. And the subtitle is Make summer madness sound hot, but not sexy. <laughs> just like kind of yeah. temperature wise, yeah. Cool in the gang, bringing the heat. That's right. I'm ha- I'm happy with my funker. That's a great one. I'm curious. I guess I guess I get the first pick with sappy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how sappy you got here. I I couldn't quite think of like just like a pure tearjerker. So I wanted to honor another American band that you have to have on a 4th of July playlist. And I was thinking of a song that they have that is just a classic ballad that's like especially like moving. Uh, I'm picking Long As I Can See the Light by Creed oh, Clearwater Revival. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I don't have any credence on here and I'm kicking myself now. <laughs> Just like, how could I not have credence? Shame. Shame on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame on you, Emily. Yeah. Shame, shame, shame. Wow, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's classic. I think it's on, like, the Forrest Gump soundtrack, and I feel like there is definitely crossover between, like, a good Fourth of July playlist and the Forrest Gump soundtrack. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how sappy it is. No, it's but, it's not corny. Yeah. But it's definitely like kind of like a ballad. Yeah, it's a ballad. It's supposed to be kind of somber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't really describe it as sappy, but I would what would you say? But I think it's 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 a great song for a fourth of July playlist, so hmm. um so I went with one that uh is definitely sappy. It's very sad and it gets to like Gets to the, uh, you know, the patriotism themes, but in a uh, in a way that really makes you think about what it means to be a nation mm. that, that fights wars and that loses young men in battle. 
And that is Traveling Soldier by the Chicks. Holy shit. <laughs> Which is a pretty intense song. Oh my god. But, you know, I feel like uh, there's usually like some kind of reference to like war in some way yeah on a fourth of july playlist that's a good point yeah at first i thought you were gonna say um god bless the usa by lee greenwood but i'm (laughs) I'm glad you've taken in this surprising direction (laughs) i mean it's a song that uh i wouldn't say is patriotic it's one that really makes you think about like the the sadness of war and the human right right there was that karaoke host in Detroit who would do it all the time. Oh, nice. At Hank's place, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is like such a funny like signature song to have. Yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah, this one would not would not slot in too well following knee deep, but uh <laughs> No, Jesus Christ. That's that's never happened before that no. transition until now. Yeah, it doesn't really fit anywhere on this playlist, but you know. Gotta have hey, a sappy song. So. It's important to reflect. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta reflect. Um, yeah. So that was um a yeah, country song. That'll segue into country too. Yeah, so the next guy is country. I went with one that uh I think is just really fun. I can imagine like hearing it at a stay fair or oh, like God. hearing oh, it at like a water park or something. <laughs> I went with My Maria by Brooks and Dunn. Oh, Emily! Yes! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Emily, you're right. I think there's literally a fireworks effect at the end of that song. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, I think there literally is. Like, at the end that's hilarious that's a that that is such a fantastic pick thank you i think that's better than mine in terms of like just nailing what this playlist should be like Uh, um which is well i did uh i did mine from my texas days um a song that I've returned to at different parts of my life. I've always gotten satisfaction out of it. I went with Patty Loveless, Blame It On Your Heart. Oh, I don't know if I know that one. I think you do. Okay. That's, hey, blame it on your lying, cheating, cold, oh, yeah. two diamond double dealing, dealing street in love and heart. Come on. Everybody oh. likes that song. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, doesn't really have any connection to like the Fourth of July. It's just just fun. Yeah, really. like nineties country is just so perfect for Fourth of July. Yeah, especially if you have a white T-shirt on and you happen to have a barbecue stain. On. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh my god, this song's about me. Yeah. Yeah. What about the next round? So we we're going from country to rap. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm. I didn't think about this one for long, and I feel like I'm leaving some really good ones on the table. But I also feel like I might take this artist from you. Uh-oh. I picked Outcast. Well, we can have the same artist. I don't think we can for the same category. Wait, like, what? 
Why? Why did you pick an outcast song? Mm, maybe <laughs> I did. <laughs> I picked "Ain't No Thing" by Outcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I picked AC Aliens. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know if this is legal. I mean, I thought we said we could have the same artist. <laughs> That's fine, but not the same I mean, it's, song. It's... <laughs> It's rap and it's the 4th of July. Yeah. It's probably I a good chance going to be outcast. You picked a one where they talk, where they mentioned chicken wings. And mm-hmm. I picked a one where they mentioned fish and grits. <laughs> which are both just like classic American Southern fare. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what we went off of here. We were just like, rap. Songs about food? <laughs> food. American <Yeah>. food. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like Southern rap in particular just feels very American. Yes. Compared to like East Coast and West Coast, it's just kind of like, they're just so cool. I mean, like, out, nobody's cooler than Outkast. Like, they're fucking cool. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know, them being from the South, they just bring like that flavor that just feels like so quintessentially American. And yeah. just like their vibe of just being like so chill and like laid back and stuff which just really yes. slots in well with a a summer vibey playlist absolutely uh, the, more records that are just part of the summer canon equemini yeah. atlians yeah Southern playlist of cadillac music again it could be any song from those records really yeah yeah stinkonia yeah um yeah so next round we got groovalicious <laughs> Uh, I went with an instrumental for this one. Interesting. Another one that uh, I feel like, you know, the whole family can enjoy. That's just good, like, good in the background when you're just, like, chilling and you got, like, a summer breeze passing you by. Uh, Okay. And I went with uh, Breezin' by George Benson. Oh, Emily. So good. (laughs) You picked George Benson? George Benson. We are have always been secretly a George Benson podcast, I think. <laughs> George ben- We've never mentioned George been, Benson. Before. Yeah, but it's been in it's been in the background okay. of all the episodes, yeah. Yeah. Breezen is a fantastic pick. Yeah. Very summery. Um it's very Yeah, and it's also like you are doing such a good job of picking ones that are like they they really do straddle that line of cool and like not cool. Yeah, I think exactly. Breezin is the it can't ultimate be too song cool. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think mine might be a little niche. I don't it's not a song that I think anyone's gonna mistake for like a cool song, but this one is I think one for the heads. Okay. My grouper. I picked Suavecito by Mark. Oh Yeah. Great song. Yeah. Just you're chilled out, man. You are yeah. you are so chilled out listening to that song. And it brings that Latin vibe too, which is I wanted to a, have that. Yeah. yeah, it's such a big part of this country. Yeah. So that's cool. Wouldn't be the United States without Mexicans, yeah. <laughs> Among other people. Yeah. What'd you say? Sorry, I was quoting the fuck Donald Trump. Oh <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Curious what you did for the next round. Shameless so, pop hit. 
It's an even. Well, actually, I um, I think I just I had chosen Suavecito and decided I wanted to continue that Latin vibe. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I picked Bailamos by oh, Enrique yeah. Iglesias. Oh, that's such a good pick. I love that. Yes, <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> love it. No, that's great. Let the rhythm take you over. Yeah. So good. What did you pick? Um, I picked one that really fits the 4th of July theme. And that's Firework by Katy Perry. Oh, wow, Emily. Yeah. Definitely going to the bad song territory. (laughs) I mean, you said shameless. It is shameless. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of those fun songs sing along to. Yeah. Um, It was hilarious in a... What was that movie? The the interview? I didn't see the interview. Okay. It, it was just like it, it like that's kind of the climax of the film. Oh, well there you go. Is that song and uh yeah. 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 Um yeah. Then we got our last category, which is indie rock. Right. Which is our wheelhouse. Right, and that's the thing. I have a lot of ideas for this one. I guess you're going first. Yeah. Okay, let's see if you can narrow mine down for me. So I wanted to pick something that just felt very uh, middle America to me. Yeah. Um, And just kind of like a cute song that wasn't like too heavy, too hard, or too weird. Um, So I went with a Chicago band. I picked Heavy Metal Drummer by Wilco. Oh, Emily. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my fucking... I think you you smoked my playlist, actually. (laughs) I wanted to believe I was, like, bringing it, but... (laughs) No, I mean, you had great picks. What are you talking about? That's it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, Heavy Metal Drummer. You just, like, it's a... You know, you can just imagine, like, playing cornhole to that song. Yes. I mean, it's literally about... You know, the summer. He rhymes summer with drummer, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, it just got... It's so breezy, too. Those little like, yeah. harmony vocals. And on this, like, classic American record, that's not as much one that... You, you have to be, like, kind of a... Has to be a hipster household to play that one at the 4th of July, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, it's just, like... It's so, like... like At this point, it's just vintage Americana. Um, and that is a great song. Can I, can I, the one I'm going to pick is not even really indie, I think. Okay. But I want to, I'll tell you the ones I was thinking of and then, and then I'll get to the one. Cause I think the one that I've decided on, I think the best like finale for my playlist. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that came to mind was Range Life by Pavement. Okay. You know, of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, I don't have any spoon on my playlist. Maybe I Ooh. should put some finer feelings on there oh shit didn't do that though uh and then i was like saints by the breeders which is literally about the fair summer is yeah. you are yeah um and i had that lined up in the summer fun category in case the slide didn't go over but the one i've decided to pick is one that might even be like less close to me but i just feel like it makes sense is like my 15th song and that's Summer Girl by Haim. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great pick because they're like an indie group that's very pop heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean it's it's a you know, classic summer song. Yeah. Yeah. So chill, I got the summer vibes. Fun. They make I mean the has like the, the walk on the wild side kind of like tribute in a way. So yeah. they sort of like gesture at like nostalgia and like old rock and roll which is good for like a playlist like this but it still feels like so fresh great song love it yeah love it all right we have some great playlists yeah i think so if you put us together oh my god yeah so i think what we'll do is we'll we'll actually make these playlists in spotify and then we'll share links so you can listen to them if you're interested yeah Get your 4th of July party started. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like going great, and then suddenly, like, Kid Rock comes on. And everyone's like, do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Or Traveling Soldier comes on. Wait, I was having (laughs) a great time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just like, burst into tears. Yeah, just like... The cornhole bag just like just like gets thrown to the street at that point. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Oh well. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was... I think that I think that about does it. I think so too. Yeah. So have a good uh, weekend, everybody. If we put this up later than the weekend, uh, have a good week. Sorry, this came late. Um, yeah. But you know, uh, the the summer mindset, man. That's just like. It's whenever it's whenever you want to access it. Yeah, like, keep the party going. Yeah, That's what I say all summer long. Yeah. All right. <laughs> channel your yeah, inner everybody. kid rock. What? I said channel your inner kid rock. Channel your inner. But not kid too rock. much because yeah, saying, shoot a can of Bud Light. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, maybe shotgun a can of Bud Light. Yeah, shotgun a can of Bud Light. That's the only thing you should be doing with guns and beer this summer. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Bye. 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 In America, you get food to eat. Won't have to run through the jungle and scuff up your feet. You just sing about Jesus and drink wine all day It's great to be an American Ain't no lion or tiger, ain't no mama snake Just a sweet watermelon in the buckwheat cake Everybody is as happy as a man can be Climb aboard little walk, sail away with me Sail away Sail away We will cross the mighty ocean in the Charleston Bay
Sail away, we will cross 